We are live. The gold nerds are live once again. Hello. We are live. I just got a Facebook announcement saying that we're live. So we are definitely oh, live. Good. So it worked. I was we're we're still learning, but this is exciting. Yep, back back again from Bev's kitchen in Murray's uh family room. Exactly. I you know, I still haven't had the guts to sit on the chair. Mm. Cause I just, I don't know what Murr would do. Has anyone ever sat on the chair in the show? Beverly has sat on his lap on the chair. Oh, okay. But we've never seen like, it's not like Barry or, or Adam have like dared to sit in the, on the show. I feel like that no. would be interesting. If I feel like were... Lucky's been on the chair. Yeah. Like on the lap as he strokes him like a, like a villain. Yeah. Um, if there were a Goldberg kid to get away with sitting on Murr's chair, I would say it has to be Erica. Erica. Erica, yeah. right? That's yeah, Murray, Erica. Murray's secret favorite, as admitted in whatever that happened. I don't think this. it's that secret. I think it's pretty well known to everyone that that's Murray's favorite. That's his peanut, you know? It is his peanut. That's a, that is a very... Um, my, my, my daughter was born tiny and premature, and as a result, her nickname is Peanut. And so mm. I, I have a lot of I get very emotionally charged when that uh, when that happens when they say that when Murray has said that it it fills up my heart. <laughs> oh, yeah, he hasn't said it in a while. I I want actually him and Erica haven't had much scenes lately since she's been in college. That is true. I bet you we've got something coming, some sort of hopefully emotional Murray moment coming. Hopefully. I mean, I miss those moments because they, they've had some really good ones together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would say if they're pre-Murray Lucian, his most emotional moments are those Erica moments. Totally. Yeah, I'm thinking back to when she wanted to, like, record in the recording studio for a song. I think it was Cowboy Country, too, maybe, or one of those. Um, season two episodes and no one would let her but then he gave her money to go record that is um, in the studio so it's a very like, move he like yeah doesn't believe doesn't believe doesn't believe and then it's like all right here's the cash i'm funding your movie or yeah here's the cash go in the studio it's such i a, know a grumpy dad move yeah kids just wear him down that, that that's totally it uh how have you been i'm good i'm hanging in there quarantine day seven i think and it's uh you know it's chucking along i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely it's definitely it's definitely interesting um at least we have our favorite shows from the Goldverse to keep us company we do indeed new episodes this week um and what were they a sight for sore eyes let me tell you yeah. We haven't had a new episode in weeks, and even with everything going on, it was just such a, a great, relaxing time to just focus on the Goldbergs and all that warm fuzzies. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I And I really, the Goldbergs episode especially got in my heart this week. Mm -hmm. I think school was, was fine, but, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to get straight to the lead, I think, in our in our competition of Goldbergs versus Schooled weekly challenge Goldberg's took it this week I think I think you're right it definitely took it this week um I mean, I mean uh Andy Kogan is the voice of an angel who knew 
shout out boys. Andy Kogan. Oh yeah, and Matt Bush, you know, who plays Andy Kogan. He was of course, of course, so cherubic. Cherubic. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I personally would pay good money to see the JTP, JTP acapella. Yeah, when when we're out of lockdown, I want to see uh, those actors go. What is it? It's Shane Top, Noah Monk, Matt Bush. Those are those three and Haley tour together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. With um, I well, mean, obviously, Big Tasty as the rapper. Yeah, yeah, Big Tasty comes out and raps, and you know, if Sam if Sam's not busy, he should do it too, because I'm sure he can sing. He he crushed suddenly Seymour, so. Yeah, totally. Have you been following all of the various Goldberg's folks on social media during this lockdown? I have. I actually, I watched the live stream between um, AJ and uh, Haley this week after the Goldberg's or after school. That was um, cool. That was cool. I was glad they did it. It was like they, eavesdropping on their FaceTime call. Yeah, and it was like, were they paying attention to our live stream in the first place? And we're like, maybe we should do something live as well. Possibly. Possibly they took a cue from us. That's Not true. being to pass them. Yeah, exactly. No virtual uh, studio for them, though. No, no. They're not that high tech that, that we are. Um, whoa. Adam F. Goldberg himself. Did Adam, did you? Is that really you? Did you just comment? Adam. Adam F. Goldberg. Looks like. Hi, Adam. Adam, we love you. Uh, Obviously, we are here going live. We are using this. We are using this opportunity to learn all sorts of new gold nerds powers, and uh, it's so great to see you on the Facebook page. I mean, yeah, on the Facebook page. Uh, wow, yeah, it it really is. It really is, Adam. Does he have a question for us, Adam? Do you have a question for us? Or, or, we're taking or calls right now. Yeah, we're taking yeah, calls. News. I mean, taking calls right now, live. If you, you know, we we will stop what we're doing for anything Adam Adam F Goldberg related. <laughs> Huge fans. Some <laughs> might say the biggest fans. You nerds are the best, Adam says. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's the biggest compliment we could get. Yeah, I mean, when 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 you know this is when you're when you're sort of lord of the nerds, and I mean that in the nicest way, like. When the, when the guy who is sort of like your ringmaster, mm -hmm. uh, said you know, compliments your nerdness, I feel like you really have arrived, right? Yeah. Oh, so for sure, for sure. Um, I love being a nerd. I love being a gold nerd. So oh, yeah, absolutely. And so, to get that from the OG gold nerd, OG nerd. Wow, speechless. So honored. So. Should we should we just do the episode thing and take ourselves through the uh, through the usual um, through the usual? Yeah, cool. we should. Okay. Well, first up on the Goldbergs, we had the acapella episode um, that you know I I was hoping they would do that because acapella is a pretty big part of college, I'd say, um, and it was made popular like really by Pitch Perfect, and then they had that one show on NBC that was all about like acapella groups facing off. It was pretty cool. 
Um, oh yeah, I remember that one. That was cool. So I don't remember what it was called, but I feel like just Pentatonix won all the time. Yes. Like they survived that. It's sort of like the way Kelly Clarkson is the big American Idol person. There are other ones that have little bits of fame, but like it seems like Pentatonix won that. And now when everyone needs an acapella group, just roll out Pentatonix. Although since we're talking about acapella groups and um, Adam says we need to set our standards higher. And uh, which you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think we could. I think they are no. they're at the tops. So so high bar. Do you remember? Now we always talk about we have this generation gap, but there was a show called "Where in the World Is Carmen Sandiego?" Okay, so I didn't know the original, but I do know the Netflix version. Okay, so before the Netflix version, there was a game <laughs> show, and kids oh. would go on and they would try to solve mysteries, and uh, they would try to find this international criminal called Carmen Sandiego. Mm -hmm. And uh, the show was always introduced by this acapella band called Rockapella. And mm. the host would say, do it Rockapella. And they'd go, where in the world is? And then the guy with the bass would go, Carmen Sandiego. I don't remember <laughs> if it's 80s or 90s, but I feel like some sort of where in the world Carmen Sandiego deep cut now that we've opened the doors to acapella. Mm -hmm. So that was my introduction to acapella, pre-Pitch Perfect. Okay, my introduction was definitely Pitch Perfect. We had like a couple groups in, at my college, but it wasn't like a big scene in my college. And then Pitch Perfect came out and we were all like all about acapella. I remember watching Pitch Perfect with my team I like a dozen times. It was so good. It's like one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, the best part about acapella groups to me are the puns. And I don't know about you, but Molly Singwalds is the funniest <laughs> was, acapella that, name that, that was masterful. Do you know who, I mean, I guess we never know who in the writer's room came up with it. Maybe Adam wants to drop in and let us know. But who wrote, who wrote this episode? Because I really loved those little details a lot. Yeah. Molly Singwalds. I mean, God, that's, that's masterful right there. That was perfect. I have like 12 computers open running the live stream. So my ability to also check the- I'm going to check. I feel a little paralyzed, but it's okay. Oh, Chad, checking. Chad is on, by the way. Chad is hi, on. Hi, Chad. Chad's watching on YouTube. And hi, Chad. We love you. Adam, Chad says hi to you. And he says, uh, this is so great. He loves it. And it's so awesome. Our fearless leader, Adam, is on and watching. So at Adam, you've made Chad's day during a time where I think we're all loving having some connection and connecting with the gold nerds has been really special. I mean, the live, the live tweet during the live episode was just an enormous amount of fun this week. I just felt like everyone was on fire. Yeah. Great zingers. Um, all right. Beverly would like to know, Adam, your mom would like to know how, how do I get this? Uh, and I'm just going to send her the link. Uh, click this link um uh if you but if you oh whoops no i almost sent her the <laughs> almost sent her the wrong link that would have been awkward um i feel like we need a third person for me to respond to people with links <laughs> i know we need like a we need a, a sam learner 
um, Jeff Schwartz kind of person to be our like manager and, and like and handling all the be- behind the scenes stuff. And who, who would you like to have as a guest? I mean, we've always talked about our guests, but who do you think would bear well in the live situation? Obviously Sam, obviously Adam. These are some of our like, you know, that during the Lons and Shire of the Gold Nerds, Sam, Adam, Jackie, Johnny Atkins, those are the folks we've interviewed. So of the mm-hmm. folks we already Sean. Sean. Oh yeah, yeah, Sean. You're right. Sean. Oh my God. Sean would Great be, interview. Great interview. It would be so fun. Talk about another online. cherub right there. He is so, he is very oh. cherubic. Oh yeah. He he he's an angel. Um, yeah. Um I gotta go with my boy Sam, a learner head for life. I I love him. Uh, I think he'd add a fun little little uh, Tommy to our our duo, and he's he's great. He's very easygoing. Love the guy. Shout out Sam Winner once again. Always with the those like throwaway lines that he has. Are oh yeah, so his good. like little mutters to himself about yeah. like like his self affirmations. I feel like they've really. Because Jeff Wright, he could have been totally weak, but they've given him, I think, more leverage and more depth as a character as he's become more and more of a regular character. And so those lines, like he's not a caricature of Jeff Schwartz. It's just, it's part of his personality. Right. You know, and, and I think like, I got to give it to the writers. I think they did a beautiful job with that. Um, mm-hmm. Miss, Miss Lore, she sends in Twitter. So we asked a question to folks, which classic song that has appeared on the Goldbergs would you like to would you like to hear done acapella by the JDP, JTP mm-hmm. and Miss Laura one of the great gold nerds uh writes in and says the theme itself rewind which I think oh wow that is that's powerful that's a great one where where is yours what is yours okay I have two um okay first one is come sail away Haley oh, sang that so wow. beautifully last season, um, and it was it was like a short. It was wasn't the full song. It was like very brief that we heard it, and I was hoping that when Volume Two comes out for our mixtape, that that would be included. Adam, please have a second mixtape, please, of the Gold Nerds mixtape. Oh yeah, um, I feel like and, and not like there's so much that's happened since that first mixtape, right? Yeah, so much. So, and so I've been praying uh, nightly for a for a "Come Sail Away" by Haley Arantia. Um, so that that would be my first one that I would love to hear the JTP sing. Um, we know Andy Kogan could hit those high notes. Um, so yeah, that would be my first one. My second one is is it's got to be Bohemian Rhapsody, rap. City, not yeah, yeah, yeah. the full, the full epic, right? Because yeah. we only—I mean, it's still pretty long on TV, but the full epic. I, for yeah. me, if I'm gonna hear what ap- acapella, I'm going in the same hip hop direction as you. Um, I want to hear Judah Maccabee, Dinosaur Hunter acapella. Ooh, I want to hear some one. serious beatboxing. I want to hear like the electric guitars, maybe done by by Naked Rob. Right, because it's because it because it was done. Judah Maccabee, Dinosaur Hunter, the Tasty Boys featuring Naked Rob, right? So right, it's right, like right. Featuring Naked Rob is, um, and uh, oh, Danielle Oxford, Danielle Oxford, hi, has has popped into the chat, and she says, "Show the show's hilarious." I assume she means the Goldbergs, not the two of us. 
and we well, we're kind of funny we're kind of funny we, we are funny we are funny i i had to check which category this was when i put it up on youtube and i put comedy um <laughs> so the other one this is the this is the earliest goldberg family original in the show okay mm -hmm, mm -hmm. love ninja Ooh. right could you imagine wow. like a little acapella love ninja I would say Adam is on the Michael Winslow style sound effects, right? The the Police Academy style sound effects. Uh -huh. um, and Barry, of course, will come in and do his rap. And some beatboxing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then Haley can, you know, Haley, Erica can kind of do a lot of the other stuff. But maybe, maybe, maybe Bev, maybe Bev with Wendy will, will, will do it. Oh, man. Those are ball. really good picks. I, yeah. I went with songs I like, but I should have gone with like great moments too. Yeah, those are good ones. Good choices, Shy. What uh, what would be what would you think that their acapella name would be? It would probably incorporate JTP, but it also has to be a pun. So what do you think? What what kind of name would they be? What kind of name? Oh. The, like what do you what what pun would they go with? Like would they be the Jenkin Tones posse? <laughs> yeah, that's it. You nailed it. I don't think we need to keep keep circling that. We have we have our winner. Um, let's see. Yeah, Jake Jenkintown Tone Jenkin Tones. Posse. The Jenkin Tones Posse. Or maybe the P could be used for something else, like the Jenkin Tones. I don't know any other things. <laughs> I don't either. I'm not very musical, so I wouldn't know. So hit us up on Twitter what if you have a great pun acapella name for JTP. Yeah, if you have a pun acapella name for JTP, we um uh uh we want to hear it because we're doing the best we can. So do you want to take us through the episode? Should we do like the A plot, the B plot? Yeah, let's do the A plot first. Um, it's called The Fish Story and it was written by Amy Mass. So shout out Amy Mass. Um, I really hope whoever wrote Molly Singwalds, they also get a star. So if that was you, Amy, thank you so much for that. Um, but yeah, it's a fish story. So Adam and Murray are told by Beverly you go on a fishing trip like the Kremps and uh, you know they don't as they as we would expect them not to because neither of them seem like wilderness men um, I identified with that so much <laughs> I, I don't camp I don't like camping I enjoyed so much the discussions like them wrapped oh it was just I, I was with I was with Murray and Adam 100% camping is not fun well, and it's also, so they didn't go camping, which we, we knew they wouldn't because obviously, but the best part was they went to like a sporting goods store to fake them going out. And that's been my dream. I've always wanted to be locked in like a sporting goods store overnight and like camp in one of those tents and like have like a fake camp out inside, a, inside of a mall store, like after it closes. So they like lived out my dream. Um, and I loved how they got all snuggled up and they still kept, you know, 
bickering with each other and they couldn't even get through the video that they were trying to make. Ah, uh, I mean, that was... That because was really... Adam's just such a moron. <laughs> I really also loved how much... I loved how much... Bev then went into full Bev competition mode because as we've seen in we see in the parallel, I love when I love when Erica is like her parents or Adam is like her parents or like like to me sometimes in a show you'll have just like a bunch of archetype characters and a bunch of archetype characters and there's no real you don't believe these people are related in this. In, <laughs> In this episode, once again, we have hyper-competitive Erica while Bev is trying to crush the Krebs, which, mm -hmm. like, it, to me, it's just, it's that continuity. It makes you feel like you know the family. We have a few more people that have jumped in. The great, one of the, another OG gold nerd, Jenny Muller. How yes. are you? She's watching. Hi, Jenny. She's watching the Gold Nerds and One Tree Hill at the same time. I feel oh, like bless you're you. going ah. to, I feel like you're going to faint, Lons. I am going to faint. That is my... That's my one-two punch right there. I, I, I want to ask Jenny through the live stream, which episode of One Tree Hill are you watching right now so that I can watch it afterwards? I will report back. Chris Adams okay. is on. We love you, Chris. Chris is, is the, if you follow us on Twitter, locked in the great, the great Blaney debate as to whether or not she should, you know, what, he's not anti-Blaney. It's just. No. He, he prefers. Blaney uh, moving on and growing up from, from yeah. Barry, whereas we are firmly in the, in the Blaney, in the Blaney zone. Mm -hmm. um, so and, shout out Chris. Uh, and uh, of course, Dawn is on. Dawn. Hey. Nice to have familiar faces out there. Hello everyone. Um, yeah. If you guys are on, tell us what JTP acapella group name you would name. Uh, the best Shy and I can come up with is Jenkin Tones Posse, which I think is a really strong contender. But I know that there's some yeah, pretty Goldner's creative a, people out Goldner's there. Goldner's a creative people. I mean, Adam's watching himself, so you know he probably has like twelve really great names. Um, so, so when you see the Erica Bev dynamic, right? Yeah. Do you do you? She I is her mother. She is her mother, and sometimes her dad. Like she, she it's like it's like she's dad, but she has like a, a, a sleeping Bev inside inside her. That she she keeps trying to push down. I feel like she embraces her Murray side even more. I remember um, what season three, uh, the dance where Erica's single, and that's when like Sam or uh, Jeff like tries to ask her out to the dance. And she wants to be single. And, like, Murray's like, see? Like, Erica's single. Like, she doesn't need a man or anything. Um, and then they realize that they're so similar in that they're very stubborn and have – they just are not comfortable outside of their own little world. So we, we've seen throughout the series how much Erica's like Murray. And I think she embraces that more. And she really tries to push down her buffness in her. Yeah. But 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 then it comes out, and I think it comes it, out. It's so great. It's so great. And yeah, so it was a great parallel. So Bev's being all competitive with the Cramps, thinking that Murray and uh, Adam caught a swordfish, <laughs> which <laughs> are <laughs> the moment when the Cramps are sitting around eating the fish, and they say, "This is a swordfish. This is a saltwater fish." And then Bev's like, "They inv they." 
they caught a new fish, right? Like they, they discovered <laughs> yeah. a new fish. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have we have a guest yeah. popping in right now, um, a caller, a surprise caller. Are you on, caller? It was a very parallel. So, oh, you what? Got, you got to mute your computer. I just did. Okay, so <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, live right now, we have the progenitor, the original, the the mother God. Goldberg herself, <laughs> Beverly Goldberg, has just called in live to the Gold Nerds. Woo! This is an achievement for me doing something technological. Oh, somebody that barely knows how to use his phone. This is a big. <laughs> this is a big deal. We are so excited to have you on. This is amazing. Mrs. Our, Goldberg, we hear, love you. Did I hear? Did I hear you say that Adam is listening? Adam, he uh, was listening before. I don't know if he's still listening, but he was on Facebook. If he's listening, tell him to call me. I've been leaving a lot of messages, and he's not calling back. Adam, so call, I really want to call him. Adam, Adam call, please Adam call, call your mom. Mother. Adam, please call your mom. <laughs> Um, Mrs. Goldberg. She misses you. Mrs. Goldberg. Um, well, this yeah. is the second time we have talked on the phone because once my mom and you met and she put me on the phone with you and that was amazing. Oh. How, how, oh you were, you, you, were, you, were, you were speaking at the synagogue in, in north oh, of Philly. I loved your mother. She was a sweetheart. A real sweetheart, yes. She, I do remember that. I was a she, little overwhelmed. It took me like 50 people and like three hours showed up. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> leave me out leave me out uh um so you're down in florida you're down in florida i am in florida and we are on lockdown here at the club i'm in a country club and we are on lockdown but a lot of people are not following it which is really disturbing they're going in their golf carts and they're playing tennis and pickleball i have barred my husband from leaving the house because i don't want to bring any of that in we have enough food for the next six months and if this thing blows over i'm having a huge party i'm gonna cook everything up so on our last episode we talked about who we wanted to be trapped in quarantine with and lawns went hard on wanting to be trapped in quarantine with you very much oh, because yeah. of the food i would well, love to be quarantined with you to go oh. with chicken soup that I made the other day and every morning I say this is you have to understand I am bored out of my wits I've been tweeting so much it's like shameful Barry called me this morning and he said mom you're tweeting so much how come he said lay off of it I said I have nothing to do all day long I mean seriously you know I don't really like laying in the sun. I'm not a laying in the sun kind of person. I mean, I was up at seven and walking and everything. And um, so, you know, I do stuff like that. But oh, wherever you're standing right day, now, to... you have great reception. Your reception was coming in and out, but you had great reception for a second there. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'll talk closer to the phone. Oh, now you Maybe. sound great. Uh, now you sound amazing. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, I'm trying to keep busy, but it's just, like, really crazy. And on a short, funny story, uh, at my country club, every morning they give, like, bagels and coffee, and there's a sign there that says, only eat the bagels in the bagel room. Do not take any home with you, like, pilfer. And wait, something wait, there's a bagel later. room? There's a bagel room? Yes, there is a bagel room. <laughs> it's just my husband says. <laughs> my husband says, I exercise my mouth in there. Okay. <laughs> so when you say you're in a club, is is are you 
are you in like a residence in a club or did they lock you guys yes. in a country club? No, 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 no. We're, we, no, we're, we individual houses and it's one of the, oh, most, okay. uh, it's not a 55 and older. I mean, we have a lot of young people that are living there, but of course in Florida, if you're 50, that's young, you know, everywhere else you're an old person, but in Florida, <laughs> you're young if you're 50. 50 is young. I'm closer to 50 than I'd like to admit. Yes, so so you've, You've talked so anyway, to, wait a minute, let, me, let oh. me finish my story about the bagels. So we're not allowed to take bagels out. But of course, I sneak a few all the time because I never know if Sam wants one later. But I walked yesterday to our club and everything's closed down, but they do have the bathrooms open. And there was a big sign that says, please don't steal our toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, they already like ripped the hand sanitizer <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> These old people, they are really like wild, you know, when it comes to stuff like that. So I shouldn't say that we're not all here. There's a lot of young people. But, um, and there are families here with children, so it's all ages. But uh, when I go to the bagel room, it's an event, I always see like people that come up and say, oh, well, just make a short video from my daughter, from my son. So it's kind of fun. Oh, really? So you're, so people, because of your Goldberg fame, folks will have you do stuff. Yes. That's a really nice thing I to also, do during this time, is. especially. I, have a, I have a fanny pack that says the Goldbergs on it. So that helps. <laughs> they know my, uh, oh, wow. Everybody knows me. Yeah, they all know me. And, um, but it's so funny uh, because, you know, for years I would talk about my Hollywood kid, my Hollywood kid. No one listened to me. I'm here 21 years in the club. So, um, you know, I, I started out, I came here with Mary as a married woman, and then I was a widow here, and I was dating, and uh, that was the TV show I wanted Adam to write, was about my dating ventures, because oh, wow. they were, like, really bad. And I That's a hit show right there. The That's, that is well, a good show. Th that should be the so, next show. Uh, yeah. Adam, when I called him up, and I said, I have an idea for you for a show. And, and he, he listened and he said to me, mom, read my lips. I will never write a TV show about you. <laughs> 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 so I had the last laugh. Okay. <laughs> and here we are. So, never say never. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah. uh, Chad, Chad Smith, <laughs> the great Chad Smith writes in. He says he cannot wait for the cookbook. Question I have is, oh yeah, are you the know, cookbook recipes all it. yours? Well, I spent all last winter writing this book, you know, with recipes. And then when I got everything done, they uh, sent me over from Sony. They wanted recipes that were only mentioned on the show. And most of my recipes didn't make it in there. There were a few that were family recipes that didn't. And I'm kind of, I, I guess they just couldn't do everything. But uh, most of the recipes are my recipes. Yes, they are. And uh, I got I even got some from a few of my friends from Linda Schwartz and Essie gave me a recipe and and I you know and I wrote the forward and um, on the book and they have a tiny picture uh, on the back uh, cover of me back in the eighties <laughs> and Adam tells me he photoshopped it to make me look thinner. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of cooking, you mentioned you're doing some Passover yeah. cooking. You and I share a love for matzo brai. Mm, yeah, that was Mary's favorite. He loved that. Yeah, he loved it. It was a favorite of his. So no special recipe. I just, I'm, you know what? I'm I'm an inventive cook. I like, 
you know, I, I don't always follow recipes. I, I like to put stuff together and try them out. And my new gadget that I'm loving is my air fryer. I really like that air fryer. My mom, Ooh, my mom has one. Fryer. She loves it. Oh, I love it. I'm telling you, I am so boring now. All I talk about is my air fryer and what I made on the air fryer. <laughs> and, so what um, are some of the hits really in the air fun. fryer? My mom's been air frying anything uh, she well, can find. Well, the French fries were really good. And then I made breaded chicken breasts with no fat. So they were oh, fat-free. Wow. They just got a little bit of uh, breadcrumbs and Parmesan cheese on them. Of course, they had cheese. And um, <laughs> <laughs> You should see I bought at Costco last week two jumbo bags of cheese. Like, I, like we were going to, like, never eat again. Do you so, feel pressure um, to cheese more things now? Like, do you do you feel like people like they? No, expect I you? I cheese lighter. I cheese lighter. I used okay. to really do it heavy. And what's really upset me? I had two dinner parties planned. Uh, one for March twenty second, which I had to cancel, and April nineteenth with friends, two different groups of friends. And I bought all these ingredients to make this new dish. I'm not doing lasagna now. I'm doing a version of it with an mm. Italian lasagna noodle. So um, that, it also weighs about 16 pounds by the time I get done. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I, I, now I don't know what I want to do with all this food. I guess when I go back to New Jersey in, um, in May or June, I'll have to like, t- you know, most people send their clothes up north. I take my food with me. You know, because I have so much here. <laughs> so you you go down the shore, right? You're you're, you're is yes. that where you go in New Jersey? Down the shore, right? That's we, my, yes, my we, we Philadelphia. We Philadelphia people call it uh, down at the Jersey Shore, down the shore. Yeah, and I have a house there that I own with my kids, all three of them. So it was the family house uh, built in 1898, and um, wow. we've had. My family's had it since 1966, so it's a long time. And really um, cool. Barry comes all the time. He brings his three dogs uh, and his family along. You know, he does me a favor. The dogs, there's always one dog that's bad in the house, and I usually step in it. <laughs> so which, which Goldberg child do you see really the most? Because I'm a dorky person, also. So which fine. Goldberg? Which Goldberg child you do know. you see the most? So anything else you guys want to know? I don't want to keep you tied oh. up. You have a show going. Oh no! no oh no! no. You're having, perfect. Having you is amazing. I would love to know which Goldberg child do you see the most? You mentioned Barry just now. Do you see Barry most? Eric most? Adam? Well, here's the. the and well, here's the deal. What's hard for me right now is my kids tell me, they say, Mom, we work. We can't come to you. You have to come to us. <laughs> this is what they tell me, you know. And I do. I try to get out a couple times a year to Adam in California. And um, what was very funny, last summer, Adam, for the first time in like seven years, took some time off because, you know, he moved on to a few other projects. And they came down to the shore. And Barry was down there and he was busy prepping for his brother to come. And he had the labeler, my husband's labeler, and he kept labeling everything that was his that Adam shouldn't touch. (laughs) (laughs) And and he told me, I want that second floor bedroom because it's the best one. And I know you're (laughs) going to want to give it to Adam because he's your favorite child. I want you to know Barry just turned 50. So my question is, when does it stop? When do you, you know, all the sibling stuff stop or does it never stop? My sisters, I don't think it ever stops. My, I will say my I sisters are in so. their 30s and they still complain about me being my mother's favorite. Oh, 
Yeah, well, listen, I just heard uh, Como uh, complaining to his younger brother that their sister's the favorite. I mean, so I guess it's in every family. <laughs> it's every family and it lasts forever. Are, are there, it's inevitable. Um, okay, so we, so we have a question from a gold nerd for you. And yes. it is Dawn, one of the like original gold nerds. She says, does Mrs. Goldberg- I like Dawn. Oh, ha- yeah. there you go. Does Mrs. Goldberg have a favorite episode of the Goldbergs? Well, uh, I love uh, Dinner with the Goldbergs, and we were actually oh. there when they filmed that because um, I was out with my friends, um, my friends Linda and Essie and Jenna, and uh, we were, they were filming it, and we were in, like in the area, and then we were listening to it, you know, with earphones, and we were laughing so loud that uh, Wendy yelled out, like, who's laughing on the set? And they said, it's Beverly and her girlfriend, because <laughs> they were laughing because <laughs> So much, so much of it was true. And actually, one of the things uh, Barry reported to Adam, you know, my kids like report everything to Adam, anything that I do, any infraction, <laughs> they, they like tell them. So uh, where I had a meltdown at the Baltimore Grill at the Jersey Shore, if anybody knows the Baltimore Grill, they brought my, we were all waiting to eat, my Barry and his kids. And they brought our pizza to the next table. And I had a meltdown because it was our pizza. The people came in after us, and they were friendly with the waitress, and, and she brought our pizza to them. So I started this big argument, and I said, we don't want our pizza. And then my grandchildren were like crying, we want the pizza, we want the pizza. <laughs> so I said, all right. So Barry reports this to Adam. You might believe what mom did to embarrass us in the restaurant. Oh, yeah, that's we, native one. So, yeah. We do it in real time. <laughs> do, you, do they do it in real time on text messages? Because that's... that's... Uh, yeah, sure. They they they're always texting each other. Yeah, they're they're like, you know what? Those three kids are so close. My three kids, and they were like a united front against Mary and I. And uh, I told my husband Mary when he had children, he forgot how to talk in a normal voice. He did. He forgot. He forgot what it was. To outsiders, they said, "Oh, your husband is so soft spoken." Yeah. Get him at home. He's not so smoking. He like would yell at them all, the, and everything they did was like to aggravate him. It seemed <laughs> that little film clip that they just showed the other day, where he was like yelling about the computer. That is so typical, you know. Barry and I were laughing about it uh, because he said, "Oh, dad, dad couldn't do any of that stuff," and it frustrated him. And you know, Adam always frustrated him. He he got. Uh, Eric and Barry, he understood they were becoming doctors and he was a doctor and he mentored them. But Adam, he didn't get it all. You know, he, Adam was my project, so to speak. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, Adam would like do things. My husband would be sleeping in a chair and he'd put like a Mexican hat on him and then go boo and wake him up and film it, you know. <laughs> he made the man crazy. That's all I can <laughs> he loved his father, but he made him a little crazy. And and Mary kept saying, "Well, what's he going to do for a living?" <laughs> I said, well, "He'll figure it out." <laughs> it's one. Of, uh, I was talking in, in our last episode about. There's an episode called Stefan King, where Adam. It's I think it's one of my most inspiring episodes about Adam writing a, a story, uh, where he writes the the horror story where he casts you know the the Beaverly the the Beaver, the Beaverly is the, is oh, the right. monster, but it's it. But, but you know, <laughs> that's the premise of the episode. But what's most beautiful about that episode is that I, I, I can only believe it tells the real story of how you supported him as a writer and as a creator. Oh, you have no idea. 
Well, here's here's sort of the real quick version of how all that came about. When Adam was 14, and I realized, you know, he's a lot younger than my other kids. He's seven and nine years younger. That we had nothing to put on the college for the day because they never did him. Um, he, he was busy writing in his room, and he handed me like 40 plays, and he said, Mom, maybe you can do something with this. So I went over to Barnes & Noble. We didn't, I didn't know how to use a computer, and I got a book called um, Dramatist Sourcebook, and I started to send his plays. They were um, competitions for teenagers and from across the country. And I started sending, I would go to the post office every day. They knew me at my local post office and ship out Adam's stuff. And what happened during one summer when he was 14 or 15, he started winning everything. If there were 50 contestants, he was one of the winners. If there were 100, he was one of the winners. If there were 1,000, he was one of the winners. If there were 10,000, he was one of the winners. So I said to my husband, maybe we have something here, a career, you know, uh, and um, he was just really, uh, it was phenomenal. And, and I think when he was 15, he was nominated for Outstanding American Emerging Playwright um, at wow. the Osborne Award. And they called me because he would always like make a, a sample page where he put his name, his address, and his age. And they, somebody called me and they said, um, he was nominated by the Theater Critics of America. Some critics saw a play of his out in, in Omaha, California, and nominated him. And they said, oh, Adam Goldberg, he's 51, correct? And I said, no, he's 15. <laughs> 15. I can't give this award to a 15-year-old. You're kidding me, aren't you? So I said, no, no, you know, he's 15. But it was very prestigious. And then uh, when he was, he had a different play that won Kennedy Award, some Kennedy at the Kennedy Center. We went to the Kennedy Center, and um, the marquee said, uh, Adam Goldberg's The Purple Heart, also appearing, Yitzhak Perlman. He got, like, top <laughs> billing over Yitzhak Perlman. <laughs> oh, my husband said, take a picture of this. We may never see this again, you know. That, that's it, was, a it was pretty funny. That's it was amazing. pretty funny. And, and the play was called uh, Purple Heart. And it was about Adam and my father, Pops. Oh, and wow. Mary kept saying to him, you should make a movie from this, write a movie, because it's such a great movie. And I could see Walter Matthau playing the grandfather and all this stuff. And I always knew that if Adam ever wrote anything about our family, that he would have my father included. And I'll tell you, uh, one last story, and then I'm done. Okay. Um, my father uh, <laughs> was this brilliant Philadelphia doctor, really brilliant, and patients loved him and everything. And he developed at the end of his life Alzheimer's. So that was why he won this Kennedy Honors thing, because it was about that. And the first act that Adam wrote was exactly from what was happening with my dad. We had taken his car away, and he was in this like facility and so forth, and unhappy. And the second act supposed to, was not between my father and I, but between Adam and his grandfather. And he t took it right out of what was going on. And then he moved the story forward five years in the second act where the grandson is in college. He's five years older and he comes to see the grandfather. And it was all made up stuff. But the summer that my father died, right before he died, I went to visit him. And he took my hand and he said, no matter what, you know that I love you. And that um, 
you uh, that um, I will always love you, and will you please still continue to come and visit with me? Okay. Are you there? Oh yeah, yeah. we're here. Yeah. We hear you. Oh, we're here. We're, we're here. We're, we're hanging so, on every word. I I was getting goosebumps because Adam had written those exact same words five years before. Up wow. and I said, "You won't believe what wow. just happened." Do you remember what you wrote about pops? And I said, "Yes." Uh, and I said, "How did you know that he would say that to me?" And he said, "Mom, if you understood about the kind of person that pops was, that's exactly what he would say." And that's what a good writer does. He knows his people and he knows his characters. And he knows his audience, I think. Well, that you know, I had a discussion about um, two weeks ago with Brian Callen, who plays um, oh, Coach, Coach Miller. Miller. We love he was, him. Yeah, he was doing improv here in Florida, and we met him afterwards. Um, I met him afterwards when uh, in the green room or whatever they call it. And he said to me, he said, nobody can write dialogue like your son, Adam. He writes unbelievable dialogue. And um, he said, you know, oh, my God, nobody does it in Hollywood like he does. So, Adam, I gave you a compliment. Now you have to call me. <laughs> please, Adam, please call your mom, please Adam. Please call. We had so much fun speaking with you. Yeah, I did. We, so that's my last story, and um, just whatever he's doing now, it's something he does have his pulse on what people like. So that, that's amazing. Well, thank you so much you know, for being with us. Yeah, it's been fun, guys. I'm never doing this again because I'm sure I'm going to be like jumped on by my kids okay. about what I said about well, everybody. <laughs> I, I thought you were. I thought you were lovely. And you were fantastic, Mrs. Goldberg. This is a dream come true for the Gold Nerds. Okay, um, you tried to bore you to death. Okay. I have Back I just have one question one question, Mrs. Yeah. Goldberg, if you don't mind. During this time of what? quarantine and everything, what do you think is the best dish for a time like this? Uh, Something yeah, that you every, from your uh, from your cookbook. Well, you know what? Every day I've been doing something different, a pasta, you know, I I'm trying I lost a lot of weight and I'm I'm trying to keep it off. And this is a real challenge because I think everyone, somebody sent me a funny email of uh, somebody who's skinny and then in, after the quarantine, they're fat. <laughs> That's how I feel I'm going to be if I, if I keep up, you know, hovering in my kitchen like this. I don't know, whatever, whatever your family likes, make whatever they like. If they're into one thing or another, I mean, just try to keep it interesting. I mean, I've won enough stuff. I have chicken, fish, and meat. I have everything. We eat everything. My husband says if it if it doesn't get up and walk off the table, he'll eat it. You know, that's his favorite expression. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, last night we had skirt steak and, da -da 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 and all this stuff. You know, and the night before we had salmon. I'm big on salmon. Every one of my dinner parties always includes a salmon, and uh, and I have uh, eight pounds of shrimp, jumbo shrimp, in my freezer. <laughs> I think I'll make shrimp parm one night. Probably sh shrimp parm. My kids like that a lot. They did. That was one of okay. their favorites. Okay. So make the you shrimp parm. And you heard it from Mrs. Goldberg. Make the shrimp parm. Yeah, if you don't have mozzarella cheese, just grate up whatever you have around, whatever's on sale. Anyway, stay out of the market. Get get fill up your stuff and stay out. Eric. Eric was out looking for lettuce this morning. You couldn't find any lettuce. He said it was curious <laughs> to him to see what. Um, people are eating what products are left behind I, in the market 
I heard a lot of gefilte fish is still on the on the shelves that Manischewitz does jars. I bought eight of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have them. I haven't even given any to my husband. I've been like selfish and like eating it myself. And it's like 50 calories a thing, you know. Yeah, and it's good um, stuff. It's good for you. It is good. I used to make my own, but I haven't made it in years. So uh, my kids like mine, they, the way my mother made it. Oh, yeah, so. like the grinding and everything, like the real old school way. No, no. I used to buy it already ground. It's, you make it like hamburger, but it smells up the house bed. And I always <laughs> used to con my sister into doing it at her house, you know. I can't. <laughs> That's my one regret, by the way, the show that I, I have a brother and a sister that they never were characters on the show because Adam didn't do them in the beginning. And then it got too late. Like, how was he going to explain where they've been all the time? I said, say mm. they live in Europe or something. <laughs> they live yeah, in Europe. We can, we can retcon them in. Who would play them? Who would you want to play them? Well, he talked about getting Adam Sandler to play my brother. My brother is just oh, like famous wow. psychiatrist. And he's very, wow. um, he's very, my brother is good and is, uh, good looking in his younger years. He looked like uh, Warren Beatty and then Piers Brosnan, you know, very distinguished. Wow. But, um, you know, he, he, he wanted to, <laughs> we were not always on the best of terms. We used to fight a lot in our family. So, you know, uh, I said, no, 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 you can't show that. So there's certain things I told Adam that were off that he wasn't allowed to talk about. So got it, got it. That well, makes sense. I would, well, you've raised I would a mensch. Say to you, I, in closing, I would say to you that 98% of the stories that you see are real. And as far as Erica and Eric, I mean, she's got Eric's personality. I mean, he doesn't sing and all that, <laughs> but you know that oldest child kind of mentality where you're in charge of your younger siblings, and yeah. he's like the head of the family now. They, they both, and even Adam, they consult him about everything. He leads the pack, and uh, and he always watched out, uh, you know, for Barry, you know, all the time. You know, for a lot of years, it was just Eric and Barry, and that I had and uh, Eric like would do something and Barry was, he was the me too kid, whatever his brothers would do or say, say me too. <laughs> oh, wow. That's wonderful. Uh, You've raised a family of menches. Your, your boys are. Uh, they're interesting boys. They are. I wanted a daughter. Adam was supposed to be my girl, but no, oh. you know, <laughs> well, you have Erica on TV now. You have Haley. Yes, I have. That's what I told. Uh, I told Haley. I said, you know, anytime you get angry, your parents come to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love. I want to say I love the cast there. They are so nice, all of them, each and every one of them. I adore Wendy. She is the best. Yes. And uh, all of them, George, everybody. Every time I go out there, I bring them banana cake. And uh, last time I brought one for Chris, <laughs> he's like a George and, and Alex, and uh, they all get my banana cakes. My husband always yells at me because I have an extra wheelie bag that's really heavy. that weighs about 60 pounds. <laughs> so with, filled with banana and apple cakes. So <laughs> both of those recipes, by the way, are in the cookbook. Oh, oh perfect. Are. Great. They yeah, the only thing is the editor changed banana cake to banana bread. It is not a bread. It is definitely a cake. So the recipe is so the I'm, same. It's just 
people should yeah. know it's a cake, not a bread. Okay, that's important. That's it's an important distinction. I can't believe the editor did well, that. Well, it is. I mean, I can't believe they, you know, I didn't see it before it went into print or I would have told them it's a cake. I mean, anything that's that sweet with that much sugar in it is a cake. It's not a bread. <laughs> a bread is a holla. That's a bread. <laughs> <laughs> sure is. All right, kiddo. So um, I've talked enough, and uh, this is, like, great, because I haven't talked this much since they closed the bagel room so, a few oh, days ago. I'm glad we could be your bagel room break yeah. room. Any, anytime. Yes, you're like, you're like my, and I promise not to steal any bagels. <laughs> All right, take it easy. All anytime right. you want to call me up, I'm here in boring Florida, and I hope that we'll be able to get past all this and everybody's safe. That's, that's the right. big thing. Thank you so we much. We hope so too. Stay healthy and stay safe, Mrs. Goldberg. We love you. Yeah. We love you. All right, sweetie. Yes, love you guys too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Was that amazing or was that amazing? Uh, that was, I'm speechless right now. I can't believe we got that surprise call in. I don't even, how do we, I don't even think we need to talk anymore, to be honest. I don't don't think so either, but, but here's the, here's the backstory for those listening. Um, I tweeted at Mrs. G from our gold nerds account and she wanted to like call in and watch it. And, and though the system we're using allows us to have like a call in phone number. And so I DM'd it to her and I just said, Hey, why don't you call in? And she's so cool. Yeah. And, and she was willing to do it. And wow, what amazing stories. We got really lucky today, guys. Um, hope you all are listening. Hope you really hung on to every word she said. She is, what's the female version of a mensch? I, I don't know, but I would just call it a, let's just like degender mensch and just call it mensch. Because I didn't mensch. learn, I didn't, my mother would know she speaks Yiddish, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, she's fantastic. So lovely. A storyteller just like Adam. Oh, um, yeah. just and amazing. I think I think we wrap up. Us schoolers, yeah. yeah, I us school nerds are just happy to have her in the family and have her be our matriarch because wow, we have been blessed for seven years because of her story. So thank you, Mrs. G, for coming on. Um, I say we wrap up here. Yeah. There's we just need to drop the mic on that one. Yeah, we should just do the the follows and and get rolling. Yeah, where can we find you, Shy? You can find me at Pancake for Table on Twitter and Instagram. You can uh, hear me in addition on the Friday Night Movie Podcast every week with my sisters, uh, who are also I would you know we're not Goldberg level amazing, but but you know it's a similar family dynamic. Uh, and you can find me at PK Prime 12 on Twitter and Instagram. This has been a Gold Nerds live stream. You can find all live streams at our Twitter at Gold Nerds or Instagram at the Gold Nerds. Um, hopefully we can keep doing these live streams if you guys want. Tell us in the comments. Uh, yeah, we'll try to advertise to... them further in advance. <laughs> we just... Yeah, we're just like spurs a moment live streaming just like the celebrities right now during this quarantine time. Uh, spurs the moment live streams, but we will be better at broadcasting when we're going to do this later. But if you guys want more, tweet at us, tweet us questions that you want answered. Themes, we're here topics. for you. Yeah. We love Whatever you. you guys and want. Thank you we to everybody. You. All the amazing gold nerds who, who chimed in today. It was so great. Yeah. Great collaboration guys. All right. JTP out. Have a shrimp arm. Have a shrimp arm.
Have a bagel room. <laughs> Have a bagel room. <laughs> All right, I am ending the stream.